Father, we praise you. Father, we bless you. Beloved, you're welcome. You're welcome to today's episode. And God bless you for tuning in today. The heart of the Father is for you. There is not one time that he turns his heart away from you. And he wants you to engage with his heart today. And I am so delighted that you have said yes to him. By tuning in, you have said yes to him. The Father wants you to talk to him. Your temple, your body houses your spirit. And the Lord had always wanted you to offer prayers within yourself. So whether you're pouring it out, which I really encourage that you say out your prayers and you say them out and very decisively and very specifically, I also encourage that you can murmur them in your heart. I encourage that you can cultivate a consciousness of always keeping prayer ongoing in your body. You see, when Jesus Christ came to the temple in Jerusalem, and you can read this in Matthew 21, there was all this chaos going on in the temple. There was buying and selling. People were being taken advantage of in his temple. And all of this going on, and Jesus Christ came and chased all the merchants. And he said that, he said, my house will be called a house of prayer but you have made it a den of robbers. And Jesus Christ was speaking about you being a house of prayer. You being a temple that offers prayer unto the Lord. And prayer is very important. It's very important for your well-being. Because if you're not praying, then the enemy will keep buying and selling things within you. You ask, how does he buy and sell things? is all these exchanges and these compromises. So for example, you need direction for the next move. You need direction, whatever that direction is. You know, it might be moving to another place or changing your career or making some decisions, financial decisions and decisions concerning your children and just the next move concerning your marriage and what to do and all of that. If you aren't in constant communication with the Lord, then the enemy could present circumstances that seem appealing. And then instead of you being led by the Spirit of God, you might be led by selfishness, right? You might be thinking of how this thing benefits you. You know, in our world today, it's always about does that make you happy? Does that, will that make you happy? You know, do what makes you happy. The thing is, happiness is not lasting. And the Lord knows this. The Lord has great plans for you. And if you can only come into agreement with him. And how do you come into agreement with him? Is keeping in constant communication with him. So that he can direct your path. Because if you have this friend that you're always in communication with. You talk to them about everything. Over time, there's a trust that is built there. Proverbs 3, from verse 5 to 6, says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Whatever that thing is, I want to encourage you today. 
Acknowledge the Lord in that matter. Trust that he will take care of you. Trust that he will give you answers that are lasting. Because you don't know what decision you make within your temple today, what it will lead to. It might be that you're in pursuit of happiness. And the enemy who is trying to do all this trading within your life, within your temple, the thief coming to steal the very thing that you, you want to see happen in your life. And the Lord doesn't want that for you. And that's why he made it very clear that he wanted to protect your temple. He made a, a very powerful statement. So I encourage you today, just keep that constant communication with the Lord. Over time, there will be such a trust for the Lord in your heart. It says trust in the Lord with all your heart. You can trust him with your hearts, with your plans. You might say that I have trusted the Lord in the past and things didn't work out for me. Yes, sometimes it doesn't work out the way you expect it. Sometimes what you expect is not even what is really great for you. Sometimes you grow through trials. You know, Jesus Christ, even Jesus Christ, God himself, God the Son himself, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. So if Jesus Christ could learn obedience from the things he suffered, how much more you and I? So I don't want you to keep holding this bitterness about your prayers being unanswered. Because the Lord could be teaching you obedience. See, Jesus was always in communication with the Lord. He would always leave very early and go to the mountain at dawn. And begin to pray and talk to the Lord. And I, I really encourage you to make it that practice where you wake up really early. And before you, you do anything that day, you spend time with the Lord. And that's why we also do our Power with God prayers early in the mornings on Saturdays. Out here in California, it is early in the morning. But in other places, I do understand that it could be afternoon, it could be evening. But just trying to bring people to a culture of waking up early and committing your day, committing your life really to the Lord. Let him be the first thing on your mind when you wake up. Because you need him to direct your path. You need him in this path of life. Because he knows your future. He knows everything that concerns your life. And he's the one who wants the best for you. So I encourage you. Prayer is just talking to the Lord. And sometimes it can be more mellow. Sometimes it's intense. Sometimes it's very passionate and very fervent. And you see this continuously throughout scripture where Paul is admonishing the Colossians. In Colossians 4 verse 2 he says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. He asks you to continue, persist in prayer, be vigilant in it. Be very committed to it and be thankful. Have a heart of gratitude. He said, meanwhile, praying also for us. Pray for anybody that comes to your heart that day. Just even if it's asking the Lord to help them in whatever challenge they face today. As they come to your heart, pray for them before you give them a call. He said, meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. 
So you pray for, for your life that you can also preach the word of the Lord or represent Jesus Christ wherever you are. And then you pray for fellow believers who are in the mission field. Pray for those who travel far and wide to bring the good news to people. Pray for your nation, the Christian community in your nation, that they will be able to speak the truth of the gospel, that they will not be carried away by the doctrines that just feed their own flesh, but that Jesus Christ will, will reign supreme. He said in the same um, chapter, verse 12, he said, Epaphras, who is one of you, a bond servant of Christ, greets you always laboring fervently, for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has a great zeal for you and those who are in Laodicea and those in Hierapolis. So they also had like a group of people they constantly prayed for. And this guy Epaphras was laboring fervently. So there's prayer that is very laborious. You are actually engaging in an active spiritual climate. And something is going on in the spirit that you are a part of. You are pressing through the darkness and reaching into the light of the Lord and making demands of God and asking the Lord to come through to show his face upon this people that you love so dearly. So let your motivation for prayer be love. And as you continue to put that person or those group of people right before you, as your heart is for them, just allow the words flow through. And just focusing as you keep praying, you see the Lord begin to open all these channels within you of what to pray for them for. What areas to address? It is a marvelous thing. You just stay on it. If you don't leave that direction, you will be bringing forth a very major breakthrough. Not just for them, but for you because you will see your spirit man really grow. You will feel so strong and invincible. And it combats a lot of weaknesses hopelessness you know when you feel very shaky and unbalanced when you feel like you can't make it another day or you're scared of even making it another day a fervent prayer combats that i'm telling you you could be the most scaredy cat in the world you could be somebody that's right through your bloodline there's a lot of cowardice you know you could look very frail physically but prayer can make you a warrior because you're laboring. You're laboring fervently. You're a spiritual warrior. You are a God warrior for the kingdom of God. You are warring. You are pulling down the works of darkness in people's lives and establishing God's kingdom. That is real labor. And even if you don't see it in the physical, it is taking place in the spiritual where you are actively warring on behalf of people and the reward is this strength you get this assurance that God is for you that he will never leave or forsake you so if you read Philemon it has only one chapter so Philemon 21 
Having confidence in your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you would do even more than I say, but meanwhile also prepare a guest room for me, for I trust that through your prayers, I shall be granted to you. What these people did was pray. And this was Paul telling Philemon that they should prepare a room for him because he knew they were praying for him to be restored to them. And he believed that their prayers were going to be effective and bring forth results. And he was already acting in response to their prayers. So when you pray, begin to make room for God. And that's what we kept doing with this conference we're having on January the 22nd. We kept praying for the Lord to show up. We kept praying for the manifestation of the kingdom of God, for deliverance, people wanting to be new, people wanting to be set free, people wanting a fresh start, people wanting to see the display of God's power again, people wanting that connection, that fellowship, people wanting to break free from the stronghold of COVID and all of these things. And the Lord said, make room for me. Make space for If you don't prepare in response to your prayer, then you don't believe what you're saying. And you are not allowing the full expression of that prayer. Because prayer is supposed to give you results. Even when you feel like it's a big ask, even when it delays for so long, you have to keep making room for that. You have to begin to work to see the end result of your prayer. And that's where the trust comes in. He will direct your path to preparing that end result. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Know your ways, acknowledge Him. And He shall direct. And he shall direct your path. <laughs> he shall direct your path. Trust in the Lord. He will direct your path. No matter how that path may look, he will direct you. See, James 5 verse 16 says, He says to confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you will be healed. So, these are tools to see the manifestation of your prayers, to confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So whether it be emotional or physical sicknesses, you pray for one another to be healed. Whatever confession that needs to be made, you can find trustworthy people that you can confess that to or person. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Pray fervently. Sometimes you feel the fire of God inside of you when you're praying. That's commonplace for me. I start burning from the inside. Because your altar is offering up a sacrifice unto the Lord. When sacrifices were offered to the Lord in the Old Testament, His fire will come down and consume them. So when you begin to make these spiritual sacrifices inside your temple... By praying. Prayer is a spiritual sacrifice. 1 Peter 2 5. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. 
So when you offer that spiritual sacrifice unto the Lord, you draw his fire upon your heart. That is where your altar is. You are drawing his fire, the fire that is from his kingdom. Remember, Father's throne is encased in fire. In Daniel's encounter in Daniel 7, 9, as I looked, thrones were set in place, and the ancient of days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow. The hair on his head was as white as wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. That is Father's throne. So you are coming to that fiery throne, and you are drawing on the substance of heaven. And honestly, your body begins to feel what your spirit is already engaging in in the supernatural. So your physical body feels it, and sometimes you just keep burning. You know, there's this amazing preacher back in the day. I remember if it was John Knox or one of the Scottish preachers, though. He would spend so much time in prayer. And there's a story where one time he was praying out in the snow. Through the night, he was out in the snow praying. And the place where he knelt and bent down, praying through the night, there was snow all around him, but that place, all the snow had melted, completely melted. And it was like boiling water or something. This is real. <laughs> this prayer thing is very real. And you can start little by little. But I want you to know that you are a part of something bigger than what you think. And it's very solid and it's very lasting. And this keeps the devil on his toes when he comes to you. And you keep pressing in and keep making way for the end result of that which you are praying for. Father, I ask that the prayer of your daughter today, the prayer of your son today, will grow. That they will keep growing in constant communication with you. That they will not take one step without checking in with you first. Because you have the best plans for them. It is for good to give them a future and an expected end. Father, I thank you because you're so willing to lead them to that expected end. And so I come into agreement with them, Lord. That for every word they speak to you, Lord, I ask that they will feel within them that sense of achievement that they are in communication with your Abba Father and that you are very near you are not far you said draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto you so from the moment they open their mouths and begin to speak to you Lord they have chosen to draw nigh unto you Father I ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you will draw nigh to them that they will feel your closeness towards them Lord and that they will continue to build their relationship with you and let trust come into the picture. Let them just begin to trust you with everything concerning all that is going on within them. Father, I remember even when I was starting off in my faith and if somebody does something to me, I would come to you and I would say, Father, this person did this thing and it really hurts and I feel like doing this to them. 
but I know I want. That was how I built my own prayer time with you. Like I would talk to you about everything and I'll tell you exactly how I felt without holding back. And over time, I began to trust that you loved me. That by saying those things, it just made you help me in my weaknesses. By saying those things, it just made me closer to you because you already knew what was going on within me. You knew the traits the enemy was trying to bring into my temple so that he could steal my joy and steal my peace. But by confessing them to you and by telling you, you were able to wash me clean. You were able to purify my heart and direct my path. And I'm grateful. And that is what I pray for my brother and my sister today. That they will not hold back when it comes to you. That even when they feel a sense of betrayal, even when they feel like things aren't going well with them, even when they feel ashamed that they failed you, that they will not hold back, that their temple will continue to offer this holy sacrifice of prayer unto you. And Father, you will release that fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, let your fiery presence rest upon your child. Let them feel the burning of the Holy Ghost that comes like tongues of fire and just consumes and takes over. Father, I ask that upon the altar of your hearts, Lord, that you will release your holy fire to consume everything that is trying to draw them to the ways of darkness, everything that is trying to steal their joy and their peace and their happiness, everything that is trying to everything that is trying to steal that confidence in you, everything that is trying to tell them that prayers are worthless, that prayers are not being answered, that you don't hear them, that they are undeserving. Let your fire consume those lies right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that upon their altar, Lord Jesus, will come your mighty presence that will just envelop them in love to know that they are worthy, that they are heard, that you can't even wait to have this connection with them, that they are beautiful and amazing and you desire this relationship. That as much as they think that you are so huge and so concerned with all the things in the world, that they are so far from the truth in that thought because you are very near you are very close and all you wanted to do was just wrap them in your arms. wrap them in your arms today dear jesus shelter them lord protect them lord from the lies of the enemy and help them to know that you are there for them help them to recognize that it's your desire to always answer their prayers. You said that we receive not because we ask not. Help them to know that you are not wearied out by their requests. Help them to know that you are always there for them. Father, you are amazing. You are a beautiful God. You are so faithful, so dependable. And Lord, I ask for every one of them to just grow fervently in prayer, God. Let them have such a passion for your kingdom. Let them have a passion to see your word spread to all the ends of the earth. Let them have a deep desire to see Jesus Christ preached in truth. Let them be so passionate to see that all the lies the enemy has fed into the body of Christ be uprooted. And that the reality of your love and your manifest presence in lives becomes the norm, becomes the truth 
that reaches your children. And so, Father, I agree with them. Whatever is in their heart, Lord, even right now, that thing that is in their heart, Lord, I see it. I see it, Father. I see it laid out on a spiritual dish. I see their hearts presenting this great burden, the struggle they have with pornography, the struggle they have with alcoholism, the struggle they have with the flesh. Father, help them to keep praying and not give up. Just like Paul was telling Philemon, he trusted that their prayers shall be granted. Let them persist and not stop just because it's not answered, just because they haven't broken free from that addiction or that consummation with that fleshly addiction or that sin, God. That doesn't mean that their prayers are not answered. They will see deliverance. So I come into agreement that today that burden is lifted from you in the mighty name of Jesus. That today your agreements with Satan has come to an end. That you will no longer make agreements with the one who comes to steal and kill and destroy you. But you are making agreements with the one who has come to give you life and life more abundantly. Let it be so, God. Let it be so. We ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you, beloved. Go on and have a supernaturally blessed and powerful day. Stay fervent. Stay strong. Stay anointed. And know that he that is with you is greater, is mighty. He will never leave or forsake you. Put your trust in him today and begin to see the course of your life shift. Begin to see clarity in your decision making. Begin to see victory over the things that have held you bound in your flesh. Begin to see your temple shift from pleasing the enemy and offering sacrifices that only lead to your loss. Let it begin to offer sacrifices that build intimacy, relationship and produce results that are a blessing not just to you but to everyone in Jesus mighty name. Amen.